This is a Crossroads International Church podcast, bringing lives together. Please visit our website at xrds.nl for more information about us, our service times, and for other relevant resources. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, you're allowed to say good morning back. Um, it's, uh, it is allowed. Uh, so good morning, everybody. And uh, good morning to those who are watching online. Uh, God bless you. Now, friends, I think just the first thing I want to say to you before I forget, and I didn't mention it last week, so we're busy with a sermon series on the fruit of the Spirit. And just the first thing I want to say to you is um, I have put together some daily devotions for you for all three weeks of the series. It's available on our website, I think on our app as well. Didn't mention it last week, so you'll have last week's, this week's, and then next week. Uh, daily devotions for you. And the idea is that you will really spend the coming weeks uh, really focusing on this message of Paul to the Galatians, saying to us essentially, you can put whatever label you want. You can call yourself whatever you want, but really at the end of the day, How you are really recognized is not by the labels, but by your fruit. And Paul's saying when he speaks us about the the fruit of the Spirit, he first of all wants you to be reminded, this is what God's like. And so he lists love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. Those are the three we're going to look at today. I want you to remember, first of all, this is what God's like. God is not angry and vengeful and, and so on. This is what God's like. But what's more is because you are his children and because you are created in his image, church, be reminded, not only is this what God's like, but this is the you that you are meant to be. This is what you are meant to be like. You are meant to live with love and joy and peace and patience. Whew, that's a tough one. And kindness and goodness. And that's what you are meant to live and offer to the world. And so I call my church together. I gather my people together because the world needs so much more kindness and goodness and peace and patience and love and joy. And so I want to grow this in you, my people. And I ask you, will you live that? Will you offer that to the world? And in doing so, showing them what I'm like. I have two sets of grapes there on the table today. Uh, Have a look at them. We're going to talk about them at the end of the service. I remember when I was uh, a teenager. Parents can be very cruel sometimes, you know. I remember when I was a teenager, my mother got the idea that Uh, to save money, uh, that she was going to get out her sewing machine, and she was now going to make us our clothes. So she got, who's ever seen this? So so she bought those those paper patterns. Please, somebody tells me you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So these paper patterns, it's made of like thin paper, and you lay them out on the material, and you cut out the coins by the... So I'll never forget, my mother uh, went to the uh, material shop 
and she found this material on special. Um, it was on special for a reason. Um, it was this purple. Oh, yeah. Not if you're a teenager, though. <laughs> a teenage boy. This purple, and it was like this bath towel type material. And decided that she was going to make me a tracksuit of this material. And so with a big smile, she was finished and with great joy and pride and offered this gift to me. And, and when I saw it, I thought to myself, it's official. I'm going to die alone. <laughs> Never, ever will any girl look at me. I'm done for. So, by God's grace... That following week, I had to go on a school camp, and I made sure to pack this purple bath towel <laughs> to take it on camp with me. And I still don't know how this happened, but somehow it didn't make it back <laughs> from camp. And somehow, accidentally, I left it at camp and had to explain to my mother, I, I'm so sorry, but I, I, I don't know what happened. Eventually, us kids had to sit my mother down and say, Mom, we love you, but this has got to stop. And uh, thankfully, she listened to us. But I remember those patterns in her sewing room, these paper patterns, and the idea was you lay the pattern down and then you have the fabric and the pattern was meant to show you and give you an idea what the garment, what the outfit was meant to look like and it was meant to show you this is where you cut, this is the shape, this is how you cut the material, this is how you sew it together, how you put it all together and so that at the end, if you follow this pattern, you have this beautiful garment at the end of the day. My friends, so many of us live life and we really have no idea who we are meant to be, what we are meant to look like, what, what our lives are all about. And so we just kind of wake up day by day and just go with the flow and just, well, whatever, and, and make our decisions. Well, this feels okay. This looks right. I'll, I'll, I'll go and study this. I, I'm in the mood for that, and I'll go this way, and I'll... And I'll And part of what Paul is trying to teach us with the fruit of the Spirit is saying, this is what God's like, and this is you as His child created in His image. This is who you are really meant to be. And what God says is, what Paul is teaching us, is that when we live according to God's ideal, according to God's pattern, we get to be our authentic selves. And everything works out better. Our relationships, our careers, our whatever, it all works better when we live according to God's design and plan for our lives. So today, let's look at the next three. Last week, we looked at love, joy, peace. Today, let's look at peace, uh, no, patience, <coughs> kindness, and goodness. But first... Again this week, like last week, I, I think there's just power in that. Will you join me and let's read together 
from Galatians 5:22, let's out loud read together as a church the fruit of the Spirit so we can hear ourselves say this. Let's join together. Let's stick it up there. Thanks, Davy. But the Spirit produces the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Please, Lord, grow that in us. Patience. Here's a good one. Because we... Uh, I am not the world's most patient person. <laughs> so the word patience that Paul is using here is a word made up of two words. It's the word, and we're going to put it up there for you. Macrothumia is the word, and it's made up of two words. It's made up of the word macros, which means long, and it's made up of the word thumus, which means three things, really. It means anger, suffering, passion. So the idea with the word macrothumus means <clears throat> Sorry, it means that it will take, it takes a long time for you to get angry. Or, the other way, you'll put up with suffering for a long time. That's who God is. And that's the you that you are meant to be. You have, God says, I want to give you this gift. I want to grow this in you. I want to make your fuse longer. <laughs> to have a long fuse. You see, because God knows what we suspect, patience or impatience hurts us. It causes damage. I mean, what's the first thing? You remember 1 Corinthians 13, this great chapter Paul writes about love. What's the first thing he says love is? Love is patient. And then also he says what love is not. What's the first thing he says that love is not? So love is patient, but love is not easily angered. Will you note, just a side note, will you note that Paul does not say love is not angered? <laughs> he understands we we get angry at times. But he says love is not easily angered. That at times our fuse is a bit short and we do get irritated and irritable with one another. And we do get angry. But what Paul is saying is that I want, God wants to by his spirit grow in you this fruit, this gift, this virtue. This virtue of God so that we will not be easily angered. Patient. Taking a long time to get angry. Putting up with suffering for a long time. You see, and why this is so important, as I said, because God knows that impatience is dangerous for us. It hurts us. It damages us. We know this impatience damages our relationships. It hurts us. We live in a society that is forever in a hurry. We live in an impatient society. If you don't believe me, 68% of all traffic accidents 
68% of all traffic accidents are a result of speeding. Why? Because we're in a hurry. I need to get there and I need to get there now. I was saying to somebody in the car yesterday, I sometimes feel like I'm the only person in this country that sees the speed limit not as a suggestion. <laughs> well, listen, if you feel, look, it says 50, but, you know, you decide. You know, if you feel like it, you make up your mind. God knows that impatience hurts us and it damages us even, and here's the beauty of God, even in ways that you are not even aware of. I want to tell you about telomeres. Can I tell you about telomeres? Right. Telomeres are uh, at the end of your chromosomes. I think we've got a few doctors here this morning, so you can go and speak to them to get all the details. Telomeres, in fact, I've got a picture, and let me get out my old-school 1980s laser pointer. Boom, right? Telomeres are those things at the end of the chromosome, and they are made up of repetitive sequences of non-coding DNA. Whew. Okay, so what that essentially means is the telomeres are there at the tips of the chromosome to protect... When the cell divides, that no damage occurs to the chromosome, right? So, here's the thing. When you are young, teenager, your, your, your telomeres are long. So, what happens is every time the cell divides, your telomeres get shorter. Eventually, they get so short that the cell can't divide anymore. It's called aging, Right? So the younger you are, the longer your telomeres, the shorter you are, I, I'm, not, I, I'm sorry, the older you are, <laughs> calm down, people. <laughs> the older you are, you, you can see I'm almost 50, right? The older you are, the shorter your telomeres get. So every time the cell divides, your telomeres get shorter. Here's the thing. Here's why this is interesting for us. University in Singapore did recently a study. They were interested to find out, is there a connection between being impatient and what goes on in our body? Does being impatient, does it do something to us physically? And so they conducted a, um, a quantitative study um, using, uh, what was it called? It was a behavioral economic study. Uh, experiment that they did. And essentially what it means was this. They, they got a group of people and they said, right, we're going to give you X amount of money, let's say 100 euros. You can have it now. Or if you wait, if you're patient, and come back, let's say, tomorrow or the end of the week, we'll give you 150. So there was this thing about you can have it now, but if you wait, show patience, you'll get more. And so those who could not wait, who, who needed that instant reward, were deemed to be impatient. And here's what they discovered. And I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, especially among women. I didn't do the study. <laughs> uh, especially among women, 
those who are impatient have shorter telomeres. They were fascinated by this. They couldn't believe it. So, and, and part of the reason is, I, I don't know the full science, but part of the reason is because there's more uh, cortisol, the stress hormone, fight or flight, that's released in your body with impatience, and that takes an, has an impact on your body. And part of what it does is it shortens your telomeres. If you want to live longer and look prettier for longer, or whatever it is, Lord, make me more patient. <laughs> Lengthen my telomeres. Impatience hurts us on a cellular level. It shortens our lives. And God knows this because he created us. He designed us. He put us together. And so he says, you know what gift I want to give you? I want to give you the gift and grow within you, the gift of patience. Because it's healthy for you. Keep those telomeres as long for as long as possible. Isn't it interesting? Kindness. Let's talk about kindness and goodness. We'll go through kindness and goodness quickly. Kindness, the word Paul used here is the word Christotus. And it really just simply means, uh, Christotus means to be, to see what's going on around me, to be then beneficial towards the needs that I see around me, to be useful, to be helpful, and to do, so to be kind. To be kind is the gift, the fruit that God grows in us. To be kind is to recognize what's going on around me and to respond to that with the love of God in a beneficial, in a useful, in a helpful way. That's kindness. Kindness is not just seeing a, a need and then just to smile